Blog Talk Radio. You're now tuned in to Culture Freedom Radio right here on TalkShoe.com where we keep it raw and uncut and most definitely we are here to liberate the minds of the people. Culture Freedom Radio, yes it is, the home of Conscious Talk Radio and much, much more. Come check us out right here on TalkShoe.com. Culture Freedom Radio, be in the house, in the house, in the house. You don't want that smoke. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, yes, indeed. No, they don't want that smoke. They don't want that smoke. Oh, yes, sir. Look who's back up in his house live and direct from Blog Talk Radio, man. Yes, sir. It's Culture Freedom Radio Network. Most definitely, we are back up in his house. We are back in his house, and we are live in effect. Oh, man, it's been a while, y'all. It's been a while, but we up in here, man. We are surely up in his house, up in his house, trying to monitor myself right fast, y'all. I haven't been on here in a while, so I got to double check, make sure I'm clear. Sound like I'm breaking up. Let me switch something right fast. All right, let me check, let me check. All right, there we go, there we go. Yeah, my mic was breaking up. All right, but we ain't going to let this stop us. See, that's why you have to have more than... One device. You got to have more than one device. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in right here to Culture Freedom Radio Network. Most definitely up in this house one more time. One more time up in this house tonight. Man, yes, sir. Culture Freedom, man. Damn, y'all. It's been a while. But y'all know what time it is? It's time to clean up the BS. That's the name of this topic of conversation right here. That's the name of this show right here, man. It's time to clean up the BS. Yes, it is, brothers and sisters, because there's a lot of it that's going around. It's a lot of BS, man, a lot of BS. So we right here tonight, man, for Coastal Freedom Radio. As I put in the description of the show tonight, I said, man, oh, yes, family, we are back on blogtalkradio.com, and it's time to bring back that real, raw, and uncut talk radio. Y'all been y'all y'all been y'all been needing it. I know y'all been needing some raw and uncut radio, man. Cause there's some bullshitty that's going on out here, man. You know, some some real um, I don't know, watered down bull crap, man. But y'all y'all know what? But in the house tonight, we got our good brother Demore David Israel back in his house tonight as well. The Alpha Male should be in here momentarily. We're going to come on in here tonight, man. We got some things we just want to drop on the mic and just discuss today. Uh, some things that's been happening. But before we get started with that, right here, I want to tell y'all, man, don't forget to check us out right there at uh, Liberation Tabernacle of Yah. Those who've been checking us out and have been following us on there, we really do appreciate you. But don't forget to check us out. Uh, now, you can check me out. I host, well, it's two two places that we do it at. And we minister at with the tabernacle. Uh, I host a YouTube page, Liberation Tabernacle, on YouTube, and so you go and check that one out on YouTube. And my good brother, Moray David Israel, he holds it down with the podcast right there on Talkshoe. But on Talkshoe, you can get uh, listen to uh, the shows. You don't have to necessarily go to Talkshoe and catch the archive shows. You just like Culture Freedom, you can catch them on iHeartRadio. Uh, Apple uh, Apple Podcasting Store. You can catch them on Amazon, Pandora, anywhere where you catch and you listen to podcasts. You can catch um, the Liberation Tabernacle, uh, the classes hosted by the uh, Moray David Israel. 
uh, from the talk show and all the podcasts. I'm just over there on the YouTube. So check it out, man. We got some, I mean, we got some classes, brother. We giving it to you. We giving it to y'all brothers and sisters like none of them. I ain't just trying to say we special, but we ain't coming with all that BS. We ain't coming with no damn savior coming to save you bull crap. We ain't coming to that. We telling you just what the scripture said. You go, well, you know, the most high is going to be the savior, but ain't nobody jumping out no damn sky, no spaceship, no nothing else coming to get you. All right. So we don't teach that over there. So come on, check us out. Well, we're going to go in here tonight, brothers and sisters. we got some things we want to talk about and just share with you, brothers and sisters. So, yeah, so we will be back. Uh, we're real airing again. I know I said I was gone from there, but I miss this live thing, man. I miss doing this live thing. So, yeah, so we will be doing this right here on, um, again, hosting on Blog Talk Radio. All right, so Blog Talk Radio, we will be hosting live again right here on Blog Talk Radio. And that number is, you know, the call in and everything is, um, I think they changed it. Yeah, they did change the number. It's 319-527-6068. That's 319-527-6088. That's the new number. Hell, I think it is. Y'all ain't been on here so long, so I think that's a new number for Blog Talk. So, all right, we're going to get this here in the house tonight. Uh, let me see. Brother Dave, can you hear me, Brother Dave? Brother David. Oh, shit. Hold on. I hope I ain't muted. Let me see. Brother David. Hmm. Yeah, brother, I'm going to let you go on first. I got to go take care of some business real quick. I'm going to let you okay, your mic- in first. Okay, your mic will be over. Let me go bring Alpha Male in then. Uh, let me see. Is Alpha Male mic? Yes, sir. Peace, peace, peace. Is it Brother Alpha Male? Yes, sir. Peace, brother. Peace. Okay, yes, sir. All right. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. Hey, uh, that member, I think the you got the last two mixed up. So it's 319-527-6068. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, there you go. Appreciate that. Hell, uh, no yeah, because they, they, they did switch it on us. They did because it was all nines. Okay, appreciate that one. Yeah. I got you. Yes, sir. How y'all been going, brother? Man, going good. I can't complain about the thing. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, man, we're back in this blog talk thing tonight. Yeah, I was just sitting around. I was looking. I said, man, damn, man. I was looking. I said, man, I don't know, man. What is this? Let me check blog talk and see what they got going. Let's see. I do miss these live shows like this here. And then it's easier for the number to, you know, to, to dial in and all of this stuff. So I'm like, man, let me go and try to see what's up with blog talk. So, yeah, we're going to be back on here. It, it, it's easier to do the shows like this. And plus it's live too. So, um, yeah. so yeah, we're going to go ahead and hang on in here with this one. Oh, man. Right. Um, trying to see here which way to go, man. There's been so much stuff that's going on. There's so much crazy shit that's, that's happening out here. Um I want to bring up something, man. Uh, my wife was telling me something. I don't know if y'all heard this one. Like in Cleveland, they were saying back in May, in Cleveland, there were over, uh, what was it? Damn, what was it? I think it was 45. I forgot the number. 45 teenagers 
who came up missing in a two-week span in Cleveland. Did you hear anything about that one back in May? No, I didn't hear nothing about that. Yeah, I, I didn't know my wife was uh, she was sharing that with me because uh, the the sister one of the sisters with Mary Mary had something on her page Instagram page and she was showing it and then my wife was showing it. she said people had been kind of talking about it and I was like damn I didn't know that so I kind of you know looked it up yeah um, so then I was actually looking up on Memphis thing um, and I seen there's a lot of teenagers in missing here in the city of Memphis. So I'm like, damn, but they said 45 teenagers, well, 45 people uh, in a two-week span in Cleveland. I'm like, God damn. So I don't know what the hell going on. So I, uh, Some people said maybe trafficking and it, it, it's some things probably running away. And so I have, have no goddamn idea, but it was just something, man. I'm like, wow. It's, it's great. Yeah. I just yeah, pulled up my article. Okay. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, yeah, is uh, U.S. Marshals help find 35 missing children in northern Ohio. Okay. Yes, sir. Operation We Will Find You. Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And my wife, she, they was mentioning, because she was mentioning, like, you know, they were talking about that, you know, going about the Amber Alert. And... And we were just having a discussion about Amber Alert. I was like, well, she's like, you know, you, you ain't heard nothing. They don't holler put no Amber Alert. I said, well, number one, like I said, especially like, you know, they said, well, most of people say, well, black children, they don't never holler do no Amber Alert and all this stuff. Well, and I spoke with a police officer here once in the city, and he was saying something about some like them Amber Alerts. He's like, sometimes they don't do certain Amber Alerts because he said, especially, I don't know why, he says that he's a black guy. He was like, especially in the black community because sometimes – you have a lot of runaways, and that's why they don't do Amber and, and the only way they do an Amber Alert is just they know that somebody's in immediate danger. You know, like I said, they, they know that they got a call that a child had been snatched, you know, somewhere and thrown in the car or something like that, been abducted. Then they will put out an Amber Alert. But as far as saying, hey, uh, my daughter went to school this morning, and, hell, she hadn't showed back up. I've been calling the phone, and it's going straight to voicemail, and just then I ain't heard from her. Uh, it won't do an Amber Alert on that one. They just going to say, well, just give it some time, because most of them, they'll say, well, they, they pop right back up and or something like that. They don't ran away. Uh, so they won't do Amber Alerts. So, But, you know, when you hear sometimes people like, how come they don't do no ambulance when black people get kidnapped or, or when black people come up missing? And the thing is missing. And, you know, but a lot of times it's, it's a lot of shit that's going on in the black community. We have a lot of runaways. You know, and that's a problem. Yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, man, I, I, I kind of disagree with that, though. Um, Wait, sure. I say, yeah, I say put out the Amber Alert. You know, because um, whoever called and said they were missing don't know whether they were snatched, abducted. They, they don't know. They they know their child is missing, right? Mm-hmm. So you put out an Amber Alert. Let's say that she is playing hooky or ran away or whatever. At least. She's close by, and she can be identified. 
and brought them back home quicker. You know, mm-hmm. using their rationale, it's like, well, let her get across the border into another state, maybe another country, and then we'll get things concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but, but check it out. Here, here's the thing, because he... I, have, did you hear about that alerted that, that your young black sister that that um that lied and said that she was uh, kidnapped or abducted that nurse she said she broke down she saw a child or something on the side of the road and yeah. I think she stopped to help it help the child or something they she said she went missing they found out she was telling a damn lie but they spent all those yeah. resources and manpower looking for her. Yeah, I, I heard about that. Story. Yeah, and on an individual basis, <laughs> she should be working somewhere and never get a paycheck until she pays 100% of what it costs to pull that hoax. But I wouldn't, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't go broad and say, well, since she did, everybody doing it. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. But see, when you when you have a see, here's a, like I said, when you saying because it's 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 a it's a real tough situation. Because if you have, see, I'm, I'm just using myself. So if I just went to work one day and I like, I like, I went to work. My wife know I went to work. I'm like, man, I don't, I, don't, I need some me time. I don't feel like I'm fucking. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get me a hotel. I ain't gonna tell her shit. I go get me a room and I'm just gonna hide out and ain't gonna call nobody. She try to call like, damn, he ain't came home. I'm now with her. That's strange. He usually be at home. He has his phone. She put out a, he's missing. Now, to her, the key word is he's missing. Actually, I'm not missing. I just ain't letting no motherfucker know where I'm at. I just don't want to be bothered. It's like the runaway situation. Now, to the family, they missing because you can't find them. But actually, they're not in danger. See, there was a, they said they'll put it out if they, if they have, they know that this child is in immediate danger. But see, if you have, say, if you got like 10, 20 damn people, well, that's a little bit excessive there. At least five people don't got a call that they missing something. Now, we gotta, you got all of these, I don't know, people trying to find these people, alert and all this other bullshit is going on. But like I said, but you have too much of this runaway situations. And you got everybody on high alert looking for these people. And, yeah, they ran away. They over Sally Zoo house. But then when you got a people who really are getting abducted and all of this shit, I mean, it's like, I don't know, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a tough situation. But, you know, that's why they said they really don't do it for every occasion unless they know that somebody's in immediate danger. Like they thought that, that the young the black sister that did that prank, whatever, I ain't going to say a prank, well, did that fault shit, they thought she was in immediate danger. Found out she wasn't. They've had situations like that numerous of times here in this city. And find out the people wouldn't. Let's see, we got to call it right fast. Let me see here. Three, three, four, seven. Every code three, four, seven. Peace. Welcome to Culture Freedom Radio. Hey, how y'all? Hope y'all doing all right. right. Hey, listen. Right, how you doing? The statistical outliers. So what happens is some people are not in danger, but the majority of calls are legitimate. So if we take the outlier and use that to justify not pursuing the legitimate um, calls, it really did, does a disservice to people who really need the help, you know? So one black woman that makes a mistake, 
doesn't equal the many that actually need the support. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah, but I was just using I was just using Nelwyn as an example to say you shouldn't. I was just telling what, you, what I was told by police officers to see the reason that they don't actually always. I was just using her as an example because you have situations like that. But again, like he was saying, if they have, if if they if they know. And just because you call and say, "Well, I can't find my my daughter's didn't come home from school yet. She usually here at three thirty. She hadn't. She's not here. She's not answering his phone. I like to put out a, a, poli- a missing uh, missing person report." And you would say, "Well, uh, well, hell, that's only been an hour. Uh, give it X amount of time because she might pop up." So if they know that this person is in immediate danger. Then, like I said, I've seen Amber Alerts. They 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 have, they have, they goes off here. I'm in Tennessee. It might be different other places. And they'll get it like uh, a child just been abducted. They've been, you know, the parents separated. And they said a stepdad or a stepmom have just kidnapped the child from the other parent. And they ride and they give you the tag number, the vehicle number. They was headed down highway, such and such, such. If you see this vehicle, X, Y, Z. I've seen I see a lot of envelopes that goes out like that. They have abduction, abductions. But every call they call in, how do you like how can that person really assess that they really in danger or not? Just because you called and said they hadn't came home and they're not answering their phone. That's my question. Are they really so how do how do we know? The only way we know is to investigate. See, that's what I'm saying. But you, but everybody they call in and say, "Hey, my child missing," or "My husband, his wife is missing." See, then you you would tie up a lot of resources looking for people who probably not missing. See, that was it. It's it's, it's a bad, it's a hard situation to, to to deal with to know because you you won't know. You really don't. Everybody can call in and say, like I said, like I said, okay, just saying, my husband, my wife. She get off three thirty. She usually be at home at four. Just on having a damn phone dead or something. And I'm she hadn't. I can't get in touch with her. I call the police. My wife missing, and it might not be the case. Well, well the first hour is the most critical when people are missing. So if we take that ninety percent of the calls are fake, those ten percent of people need the help. We do have the resources. It's just that it's not applied appropriately. And 911 and the police aren't necessarily the ones that should be called. We need a separate phone number for situations where we don't want people coming with guns blazing because often um, officers aren't necessarily social workers to understand and to come and work out problems other than arrest and uh, shoot, especially in certain communities. So, But, yeah, the first hour is the most critical, and if we just chalk it up to, well, since many of the calls are pranks, Let's let little Johnny die. Let's let the psychopath, you know, take little Shaniqua and cut her up. Then Shaniqua will say, we the adults have a system that is flawed, and I think we need to adjust it. Law enforcement doesn't have all the answers, so if we talk to them for solutions, um, they will give one perspective. The real solutions probably come from the social workers because they know the inner workings of families and what the problems are, and they are not going to come to just, you know, lock them up and shoot them, but they're going to come to talk. Yeah, that's my thought. Thanks. But but I, but, but notice something, though, because I heard the word, they said fake. I never said in my discussions 
I never said the calls were they they chop it up and say the calls are fake. I think that's coming about because I mentioned there was the other young lady. I just put that out there. They still would do a missing missing person report. But the people what people are saying is that they do not do amber alerts. Most black people say, How come they don't do amber alerts when you know, somebody get a missing person report. Hell, like I said, I'm, 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 I'm on Memphis uh, Police Department on their Twitter page, and that's why I'm seeing a whole bunch, a lot of uh, missing, and they are posted when when something happened. They do post it on their uh, on their pages, like Twitter pages and all this. They will post a, you know, posting on there. But people are saying that, most in black opinion, why don't they do an amber alert? And I'm just explaining the amber alert. Uh-huh situation that's it not the not to say they don't take the missing uh person's uh report serious they come and they do a report but we're talking amber alert that's the key word right there amber alert the only time okay. they do it is it if it's saying if it's if this is that the person is in immediate danger then that's when you hear that notification there's an amber alert because now they got a they know that there's a suspect. They can get tag numbers. They got something to go by. That's what I was. There's, I just came out explaining. Yeah, there's a delay in the line, so if I cut you off, I, uh, I apologize. Are you good? But I think I think we're confusing missing persons and amber alerts. Amber alerts are just for children. Missing person is usually for adults. I, they, I guess they would say mm-hmm. 18 or older or 17 might be the cutoff. Uh-huh. Well, I just hear black people say they don't never do amber alerts for black people. I just I just hear that some a lot of times. How come they don't do no amber alert when black people come up? Miss, that's just what I hear. So now yeah. it's like, okay, what? hell, there's some reason. Go ahead, brother. I hear you. Well, there is. Uh, a discrepancy in terms of the racial demographics of our society in America when it comes to law enforcement. And there is a consistent pattern of over-policing certain communities, of not taking certain types of community concerns seriously until an officer is down and then they might show up. Um, That discrepancy has existed since the slave plantation when the slave catchers went out to catch the slaves. Um, and it often isn't addressed because the majority group are privileged and don't necessarily care, even on the liberal side. So, yeah, law enforcement needs to do a bit more um, talking to melanated people's communities, not inside the precinct, because many people are not going to show up in the precinct to have a meeting, but you'd have to meet at a neutral location and find out the needs of the community um, what the body mannerisms are. Sometimes folks that aren't from the community misinterpret certain body language and verbal tone to be aggression, but in actuality it's just people talking how they talk, you know? So, yeah, that's my thoughts, and thanks. Yeah, and I'm going to share something with you, our brother, because like my wife was having this whole discussion about the kidnap, and I was like, well, why? I mean, well, I've had something to the degree how would anybody else care, like any other community that we call an ethnic group? I said, why would anybody else care about us when we don't give a damn about each other, right? So when I brought up this I brought up this topic of conversation at work this morning about the kidnapping, here's several people said this. 
Well, they ought to steal they they ought to get uh what you say, they ought to grab their bad asses. They ought to kidnap their bad asses. I was hearing stuff like this from grown men. I'm talking about children being kidnapped. They ought to get their bad asses. Yeah, I've several people said this. I'm like, damn. I called and told my wife, I said, I said see, well, I, I said, did I tell you? I said, when we don't give a damn, why would you expect any other group to give a damn about you when we don't even give a damn? And she was like, yeah, damn. She was like, she was pissed off. I said, I'm telling you, this is why a lot of this shit go on. We don't even have a goddamn concern. Not, I mean, not all of us, but some black people don't have a kid. It's like right now, they having a war. And I'm basically saying a war in the community where I live in, neighborhood, whatever you want to call it. It's, man, it's damn near like, I, I mean, almost like Iraq. Every every day somebody's been murdered here. Police just been surfing around there with the helicopters. And and, and it's, it's terrible. This is it's terrible. And it's like, it's like every day, I mean, it's like, hey, man, it's, it's whatever, whatever. I mean, every, I mean, just the other day, man, my, 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 I was at work, but I came home to see the police and uh, tape uh, everywhere, and I called my neighbor. I'm like, God damn, man, what don't happen? He was like, man, he, he used to be in the military. He said, bro, I hadn't heard shooting like that since I was in the military. He said, I ain't never heard that many goddamn gunshots at one time since I was in the military in boot camp. I was like, damn, bro. He was like, man, I had to grab my mom, man. We were diving all on the floor every day. He said, "Man, it was it was, it was terrible. Man, it's actually a constant war, a, a war out here. So I, I don't know. Hey, brother, isn't a part of that war systemic in America? Black folks don't make the guns. We're not making the cocaine in America. For the most part, we're not planting the weed. Um, these structures are in place." internationally in Colombia, et cetera. We're not typically trafficking the drugs into America. What often happens is a poor community, some members of the community identify an alternate way to generate cash. And this happens everywhere. In Japan, you have street activity. In China, street activity. In the Jewish community, they got a mafia. The Italians, they have a mafia. The Irish mob, that was JFK's father, a part of it. But when it comes to melanated communities, America and Great Britain and France and Portugal aren't willing to identify that they created the climate for the financial poverty. They created the climate for the street income streams. And then what they do is they just send in tons of law enforcement instead of changing laws and putting the Klan and Proud Boys in jail. So I don't think, even though I don't live the street life, I know people who lived or live the street life. And even though I think they made the bad choice, it's not up to me because I'm not cutting them big checks. Like, yo, you're talking a lot of shit, bro, but you paying my rent? Then sit down, eat your slice of pizza and be quiet, you know? I think that America and Europe, Western Europe, have to do better. And the, the, the gang violence and the street activity won't stop until America does better. It's not the other way around. Mm, I heard I heard this is systemic. Well, let me tell you, brother, I used to be in the street life. I was there. 
Then nobody. I I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't know. I don't really know exactly damn near how I got involved in it, but I didn't ever see it because I the white man or anybody else told me I need to get out here and you know I I don't know. I just got my black ass out here and started taking folks shit because I seen other folks doing it. And I thought hell you know it's like the train or you know thought it was cool something to do. It wasn't that I something I was programmed to do. I, I mean, I didn't see the racism in it and somebody made me. It's just some shit I did. Just like it was easy for me, I ain't going to say it was easy, just like I chose to get in it, I learned a better way and I chose to get out of it. It's like a lot of these brothers, they do shit because they this is what they desire to do. They want to do it. Isn't, I, I don't see this systemic bull. I used to believe in all that bull. People are doing things because that's what they want to do. How is it that some people can we certain people well you put people in a, what they call a project housing projects how is it that some people have a mindset they all in the same housing project they all having you know from uh, uh, welfare having the same same situation going on right how is it some people choose not to do it you know get out here in the street some people choose they can make it out some people still continue to like to, to stay in the projects. How is it? I mean, what what it, what it is it then? Because now it's, remember now, it's a system that put them there. It, I guess that will be people are saying it's, a, it's it's systemic, right? So I'm, I mean, I just think well, a lot of things come down to choices. I don't see all this bullshit because I my mama didn't grab it in TV by racism. I seen it. Now I'm not saying it didn't exist. I didn't go through some things, but the reason I was out in the street doing it because I chose to do it because I I seen you know other things going around. But it wasn't because I was in poverty and none of that bullshit. I chose to just do it. I seen guys who mother and daddy was well off, and they was out in the street selling dope, doing the same shit, and they mother and daddy was wealthy. So what was their excuse? Well, you, you what you're describing is statistical outliers, again, meaning that I spoke to a guy – we did a positive venture together when he got out of jail. I said, why did you live the street life? He said, bro, Scarface. I was attracted to Scarface, the movie, the lifestyle. His parents had decent jobs. They had a home, right? But he was a statistical outlier. For the most part, the street life choice is the fishbowl. You don't see other options. You don't see chess games, mentoring, the school, the teachers come from outside, they come in, they teach, they go outside to the suburbs. So, of course, there are going to be statistical outliers in every community, but where the most data is, is in um, bad role models, um, subscribing to negative lifestyles because they're the people making money in your community. So, yeah, it's, it's, your situation may not be the typical situation of the person that chooses the wrong path. And for people living in the projects, it's the same everywhere in the world. Four communities, um, there are some people that may escape, and that's positive. But for many people, they don't. So we can't justify the poverty and the project negative um, situations by saying that, well, 10 people made it out, so what's your problem? Uh, white people don't operate like that. The Irish don't operate like that. Indians don't operate like that. Arabs don't operate like that. They look out for each other. But there's an independent type of mindset in black 
African American West Indian communities where, well, I made it up, so you do it on your own. White folks get the bailouts, the slave masters got reparations. Uh, decades ago, uh, white families, many of them got funding to get homes. Highways were built to separate the black from the white. So with less resources, it behooves black folks to be more empathetic with each other, but also it behooves the government to say, finally, okay, let's address this inadequacy, which is what Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and the Black Panthers and many other groups have tried, but it hasn't worked yet because I guess people just, the Willie Lynch mindset has our community so divided, it's very difficult to present, you know, a consistent argument since many of the organizations are misled. You know, many of the Black and African American organizations don't have good leadership, and so therefore it's not likely that people will support them. So, yeah, that's my thought. Well, brother, who, who's, who's forcing, like, car theft is off the Richter scale here in Memphis today, car theft, car burglaries, and all of that. Um, is it poverty that's really making these young brothers get out here and steal people's cars, breaking these people's cars, and do the thing? Is it, this, is it poverty, lack of resources? Well, it's the American way. America steals. America stole the land from the Apache, Comanche, Navajo. America has multinational corporations. So emulating America, you're going to do what America does, which is steal, slap, and do it like that. We America, Cat Williams said it. Say something, we'll drop a bomb on you. This is our way of doing things. In, in Western society, the Western Roman Empire, very aggressive. You don't see Eastern Roman people the Eastern Europeans taking over anything in our lands. You don't see Russia doing it. You don't see China doing it. It's France, Spain, America, Canada, Germany, Portugal, Italy, the Netherlands. And the pattern hasn't changed for about 500 years. In fact, ever since Alexander the Great conquered Egypt. So if you put people in a fishbowl, many of those people are going to fish for those little tadpoles and goldfish. A few people will jump out escape and do something different, but it doesn't mean that the fishbowl still exists, and that fishbowl means stealing some cars. Well, well so, some white so establishments steal entire nations. So black folks, as long as we're in America, we're just in a fucked up situation, man. Just, there's nothing we can do. We, as long as we're in America, we're just in a fucked up situation. We're going to keep keep being the way we are, having... Uh, like I said, the crime, the murdering, and it just, like I said, American way, we just fucked up. It is what it is. Well, that's what Marcus Garvey believed. Marcus Garvey said America will not change. It's time to leave. There is another possibility that more melanated people in America work together. That doesn't seem likely because we're so divided on religious differences and who's got a degree from Harvard versus who has no degree, who's light-skinned, who's got... So it doesn't seem like it will ever change, in my view. Is it possible? Yes. But is it probable? I don't think so. Um, so maybe Marcus Garvey was right. And, and But I, I kind of remember something with somewhat. It's not... I'm not going to quote it all the way like Malcolm said. It's like, we're so busy trying... Well, you said America... But he was kind of speaking about white America. We're so busy trying to change white America. Why don't we focus on our, ourselves? So, you, like, you know, Elijah Muhammad said that the white man is a devil and just that you can't change his nature and all of that. But we're acting just like 
cops a little bit like him, you know, acting savagery. And so why don't we focus on ourselves instead of trying to change them? Why don't we worry about our damn selves? I'm not trying to change America. You know, that's what America is. I'm worried about the community which I reside in. See, we don't have to. It's just like it, that, that, kind of what you said, kind of a little bit something earlier. And I remember brothers make, and I and I, I don't, and I kind of, I can't stand this analogy. Really, I hate to hear people say this shit because when they, okay, they drop the, we don't make the guns. They brought the guns. They bring the drug. They drop them off in our neighborhood. Now, I, I gave this analogy to a brother a long time ago. He said the same thing. If they drop, they they they, they drop the truckload off of guns in our community. They drop drop the truckload of cocaine in our community. You know all the shit that we don't need in our. They drop them off. Now, just because they dropped them off in our community, do we have to utilize them just because they dropped it off? The cocaine, the weed, and the guns. Do we have to act? If we know it is bad for us, do we still go and go get them anyway and utilize them? No. That's just my problem. I'm like, fuck no. I know what they're trying to do. See, there's an excuse like because they're dropping them off. That's, 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 I mean, that's, that's my point of view. That's my opinion. It's bullshit to me. Just because somebody said that's an excuse to, to legitimize why people are doing what the fuck they're doing. No, just because they dro- we said we dropped them all. No, we don't have to utilize it. Let that shit sit there. That's just that's that's just some bullshit to me. Like I said, I've been there and I understand it. It's bullshit. I, I hate hearing it. It's like bullshit excuses to me. But you made the same decision years ago, right? Didn't you? I did, but it wasn't because okay, I did, so- and I didn't. And I never heard anything about no. It was no system that made me do the shit that I did. No, I did shit because no, that's I the second point. Shit was like cool and you know trying to be cool yeah. and then, like people say hip back in the days and maybe I saw somebody else doing it, but I didn't see it as a a, a systemic bullshit. It is the American way and a system of of doing things. When there was other people around yeah. me that didn't do the shit and they grew up in the same impoverished. Just like I did. Why come they made this conscious decision yeah. not to do it, and I had the opportunity not to do it yeah. too? It wasn't racism. Well, there, are three it was separate, there, are three, there are three separate points, though. One is, and it's under a category called decision theory, and there are researchers and analysts that have actually looked at why people make the choices that they do. One theme that we're talking about is is America a place that is hospitable for darker humans? The other is choice. Do you have the choice in a bad situation? And clearly you have a choice. But if the environment itself provides negative, some people of any skin color, ethnicity will choose the negative. The fact that some people, like you made a choice, but now you have matured. Well, what about the people that haven't matured? Do we say because they're older and still doing the bullshit that they are wrong? No one helped them to mature. They don't have the mature. right role models. And you, and you know they why can't I made make... choice? Because there were people I finally, I was listening to brothers who came, like I said, and gave me a young man. You don't have to do this, you know, so-and-so, this, that, and other. I was incarcerated, though, when I, when I got this information and started talking to me. Letting me know things about myself, young brother, so and so, this, that, another, and 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 it just it just clicked. And see, this is what a lot of things now we have young, we have people 
where you try to advise them about the things that's going wrong, especially you got grown ass people. I be trying to talk to them about what's happening in our society. They make fucking excuses. They they deal with the same old bullshit. The excuse you try to tell them how we need to clean up our community and eradicate the stuff that's going on, and they do the same bullshit. They make all these fucking excuses. So when you got grown ass people making these excuses. How are we going to reach these young children and reach these young brothers and sisters when you got these grown-ass people that want to make an excuse that, that we can't get – that don't want to go out here and spread the message to clean our community up? They just, well, very long they get money, dog. Let me ask you something. You, you, you keep saying this about America. I'm not picking up for America, but do you live here in America? Yes. Well, you well if America I – mean, I'm just asking now. I'm not – because you, you're saying all the thing about America. You have a – why you choose to still stay here if America is so fucked up like that? And it's so bad for black. I mean, what's the choice why you, you still Several here? reasons. One is that um, my folks built America. Two is that I have uh, business ventures here. Three is that I'm working on oh. various nonprofit ventures that – I think can change America for the better, even though it seems unlikely I'm still trying. And four is I do have a backup plan and exit strategy for leaving. So why stay? Because I have lots of resources invested here because my folks died to build the country. But I do have an exit strategy if things don't look like they will change. And you have businesses here. You have successful business. You're doing pretty well here as business here in America. Well, but could do better without the white supremacy in place that I encounter. And by the way, some people call it, you might think, and other people, an excuse. Um, it's not really an excuse when the system is structured for Group A and not Group B. It's just the reality. <laughs> okay. All righty. That sounds like a lot of liberal bullshit, but, you know, it is what it is. Um it is what it is. That's it. I just, you know, it just to keep this, the mindset I keep, like I said, black people stay victimized, that I keep hearing we're victims, we're victims, we're victim mentality. It's just like me and Brother David, Moray David, you know, we teach a, a lot of, you know, t- Torah classes and Israelite classes, and we hear a lot of our brothers and sisters who in the Israelite camps always talking about we still in captivity, we still in captivity, we still in bondage, we still in bondage. I'm like, God damn, why y'all keep putting that curse on yourself, man? Uh, you really need to, they really need to go into some places where they, where they gonna really see bondage. But a lot of them just say that same shit. They, 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 you know, that, uh, the leaders of those groups, uh, actually fucking, uh, LAPD officers and all this other bullshit. And they keep a lot of our people fucked up, victim minded. Now, and I say that the same thing about like the Jews, you never hear them. Now they believe that they are the people of the Bible. They the chosen people, but you never hear them one time screaming about, they in fucking captivity. You never heard them one time screaming about the reason that they went through the Holocaust because they are cursed by God. It's a curse of the reason they went through the Holocaust. They don't, they don't do it. And what, whatever they went through as a people, they bond together and like basically like never again and look at them what they're doing. It, but nobody, we're the only goddamn people on the planet that's still hollering about we in captivity, we in bondage. It's like, you know, what is what, even with Paul, I don't, I'm not a Paul person, but like what Paul says, though, so a man thinketh, so is he. 
And there's a lot of shit that reason we don't get, we are not at the level that we are because we constantly put ourselves in a victim fucking play, this victimhood mentality all the time. I choose not to do that shit anymore. I've been to all of this black power movement and all that bullshit. I choose not to do that shit no more. And my life has been a but hell brother, of a lot the, better. The, sti- the statistics prove that there is oppression. It, it, have you ever done the research about homelessness, police brutality, etc.? If you do the research, it's not just words that people saying to you. The statistics even prove it. Uh, Human Rights Watch even proves it. There's research to support what I am saying. So if you look at, if you do a quick Google search about the disparities in hiring, about the C-suite, CEO, CFO, CMO, CIO, and the low level of melanated, especially black men in those positions, if you look at the prison system that's typically full of black and brown men and women, if you look at the school systems, the worst schools are in the Black Hoods and in Appalachia. If you look at the insurance companies and their discrepancies, if you look at Chase Manhattan Bank, I mean, I could go on and on. The evidence is there, but you may have lifted yourself up and maybe not willing to look at the evidence, which is fine if it works for you, but I'm just saying some of us actually look at the evidence. Because I, you know, I, I, I I, I choose not to be a victim, bro. It's not that I don't, I, I, like I said, I'm not saying racism and a bullshit don't exist in America no more. I'm not no damn fool. But I choose not to let no motherfucker try to portray, uh, play me and act like I'm a fucking victim when I'm not. When I leave, like I said, brother, I don't have to worry about no motherfucking clan when I leave my house to do anything about to, to me. A fucking skinhead, no, I don't have to worry about none of that bullshit. You know one more and have to watch out for another motherfucker that look like me, dark skin complexed, skin complexed like me. That's who I have to watch out for. That's where you lived, you though. Stay- if you lived in where the it's, KKK was, you would have It's called the proximity effect. It's all the fuck over. It, you got black police in this. We just, right now, they got on, uh, uh, what's the guy, brother name? Tyreek Nichols. They got black police on trial right now for killing another black man. It, 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 it happens, bro. When I was in when I was in them streets, the mother the motherfucker that always was an actor fool, what you call him? You just say that. N.W.A. had a song, the black a uh, black cop showing out for the white cop. You had you have a lot of this bullshit that goes on, man, with us. It's not. I like I said, I, I I'm just not gonna play the game. Ain't nobody gonna sell me that bullshit all the time that I gotta watch out for the boogeyman, which is the AK. And, and who did the who do the y'all black cops work for? That bullshit. Who do the black cops work for? Who do the black cops work for? Do they work for themselves or are they under an establishment? They work for an establishment. You're blaming the one black cop that works under a white supremacist system. See, there you go. It it, it never, see, come on in, Dave. But see, no matter what you say, it's still going to go back to, see, this is the shit. Because it's superficial. You're not thinking on the bigger level. You're blaming one black cop. uh, uh, Have a great day, sir. Take that liberal bullshit somewhere else. I don't want to hear that bullshit. (laughs) Go ahead, Dave. uh, I don't want to get sick of hearing that bullshit. Hey, slow, slow. Hey, small red arm, yeah. But I'm like, by Sloan, brother. And uh, I, I, hey, so I was hearing what you were saying. I had to go and uh, take care of some business, but I'm back. I was listening to everything y'all was saying. Now, you were saying that about the black black cops 
beating up black people worse. They had a, you know, I don't know if you remember about a year ago in your city, uh, Moray, RBI, and Memphis, you remember those th- those five black police officers was kicking that black no, dude was, ass? No, but I was just talking about Tyree Nichols. Oh, I'm going to cut you off, Dave, but let you go ahead. Right now, brother, they got a uh, goddamn, okay, the Tyreek Nichols, right, the situation going on. And right now, I think they got, damn, I, I wish I could find, I think it's at least 10 or more deputy jailers, black deputy jailers, getting indicted right now for killing, uh, 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 killing a man in, in jail, in, 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 in a correction cell. I think it's about 10, 12. I'm going to look it up, though. But they got there indicted right now, all fucking black for killing a uh, uh, black man in the, uh, a black man in the goddamn prison system right now in the jailhouse, all black. Go ahead, Dave. I'm, I'm going to find it. But, 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 and, and you know what? And you know what? This is the thing. I was hearing you talk about this earlier, about how, you know, black people don't want to hear you talk spiritually about, you know, what they can do better and self-accountability. You know, that's something that, you know, I even in, you know, like you were saying, using the black power community and all that, see, when you're dealing with a lot of those black, so-called black organizations that say they're for the community, if you go look at a lot of them, when it comes time for funding, they get funded by white people. They talk all that shit about, you know, the white man being your enemy in the community, but they don't, they ain't getting money from white people. They getting federal grants. I SUPK, I always talk about the white devils, but then they get money from the federal government. You yes, know, uh, all of those, uh, uh, IUIC, um, couple of, um, months ago, I don't know if y'all seen it or not. Some of y'all might be aware of it. They had, they was uh, beating up on ISUPK. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about they was out there with the white cops arresting them. Arresting the brothers. I don't know if you, you remember that. Yes, Some of y'all might remember that. So you got black Hebrew Israelites that are doing the same shit towards other Israelites. You have black organizations. Uh, uh, Malik Zulu Shabazz, attorney Malik Zulu Shabazz. Some years ago, there was a brother named Robert Ibn Wahad. And I think he was with the Liberation Army, I think it was. He went to go talk to Malik Zulu Shabazz at one of his live shows and lectures. And do you know they beat that brother up? It was a whole brother. Brother, brother, all he wanted to do was talk. And, and, and just keep that. in mind, Malik Zulu Shabazz is a damn attorney. <laughs> That's why I say black folks with all that white devil shit that y'all talk, y'all got to get out of that because the gatekeepers run these organizations. So, yeah, our enemy ain't, 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 ain't white people like they say. So, that's yeah, why that's, I, did, I did a class that time, Dave. I said, sometimes your enemy look like you. That's why I did a video yeah. talking about that. Sometimes your enemy look like you. And like I said, that, you know, it, we understand. Now, 
for the record, I got to make this fucking clear again. Excuse me, y'all, for a little harsh language. But I understand there's racism, white supremacy, and all that bullshit that still exists. Don't think I'm no goddamn fool. I want to make that perfectly damn clear. I want to make this perfectly clear. My mother, I'm going to say this, man. My mother just made a transition. My mother's in the hospital. When she was in the hospital, there was a fucking black doctor and all them black nurses that was in there. They were drugging my mother up, keeping her sedated and bullshit and all that shit. It was the fucking white nurses. Some white nurses was telling us what they were doing to my mom. That, hey, they over-drugging her. They over, they, they, oh, she's being over-drugged. It was them that was, it, and it wasn't, it was probably two white out of that whole fucking uh, wing that she was in like a, 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 damn, what you call a rehab place. It might have been two white people that was in there. And they was on what kept telling us. They over-drugging her. Giving, keeping her sedated because they didn't want to have to deal with her. I don't know if she started because she had she had coded out one time, you know, uh, for like four minutes, and then when she went to the rehab, and I think every time that she had a problem like she couldn't breathe, she was like she was terrified that basically she was finna you know die again. I guess die again, but it was all them motherfucking black son bitches in that hospital that was the one that did that. And when she died, when she made her transition. That fucking black doctor gonna come in there and tell us, and my brother would ask him about doing an autopsy. He gonna tell us the coroner said he wasn't he 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 wasn't gonna do an autopsy. And I was like, wait a minute, when the hell did the, when whenever a family request an autopsy, y'all started denying the family an autopsy? He said, well, just this is what the motherfucker gonna tell us. He said, well, just treat it as she had a cardiac arrest. So my brother was like, well, what is she, what, what caused it? Well, I don't know. Just, just treat it as such as she had a cardiac arrest. Just take it like that. It's a black motherfucker. I had to get the fuck up out of that hospital before I went to go to jail. But see, when, when motherfuckers are telling me all about this, all this black bullshit, I've had too much experience now dealing with this bullshit. So don't come selling me no motherfucking no dream about all this shit. And we had Black Lives Matter uh, uh, blowing smoke. And I don't want to use this sound homosexual. But blow often said blowing smoke up people's ass. But fool the fuck out of everybody with that came on the name of black this, black that. And look what they did in the name of blackness. And they write a lot of these goddamn organizations that y'all talking about is supposed to be you thinking they so black power and they so for black for you. They are fucking white funded. You talk about HBCUs, all these motherfuckers, they've been talking about these HBCUs. Who, how many a lot of these HBCUs, you know, Spellman? Who was Spellman named out there? Who was it started by? Morehouse. Who started Morehouse? Ha, uh, uh, Howard University. Y'all know who the fuck started Howard University? So, and then you, they, they, and who, who giving them funding? The fucking federal government. The fucking federal government. They, Joe Biden, they daddy Joe Biden just gave them a couple of millions. So a lot of this shit y'all be hollering about, y'all thinking it, this is this so black this. Why is never improved then? Elijah Muhammad, we got to go back to him again. He Like uh, Brother Dave was saying, he talking all this black liberation bullshit. At the same time, he was trying to hold Malcolm X down from really doing shit because why? He was getting money from a fucking Texas billionaire, H.L. Hunt. He was getting money from motherfucking white folk. At the same time, he come out, they the devil but they funding the shit out of them. So don't come selling me no, trying to sell me no motherfucking dream because I've been involved in this shit too goddamn long. I've seen it too much. 
listen, man, like Dave was saying, we need to take responsibility for our own action. These brothers that going out here doing what they're doing, they ain't doing this shit because there's no fucking poverty. They choose to do this. It's hard to even get people to work. I see in this city, man, they have uh, 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 now hiring and all this shit signs out and give it goddamn. People don't even want to fucking work nowadays. But you talking about poverty. It ain't no damn lack of resources. Motherfuckers don't want the resources that's out here. So you got Hispanics that's coming in. You got the Hispanics kind of taking the same fucking resources that's out there that you won't take advantage of. The, home, the, the Hispanics taking over this motherfucker because you won't do it no more. You got a motherfucker who would rather sit around and smoke weed and get howled goddamn day. That's what they rather do. It's not, it ain't, I guess poverty make them smoke motherfucking weed and get howled day too. It's all of it fun. They got money, day for smoke motherfucking weed by weed, day, but they ain't got no money for nothing else, right? But when a when a when a when a club come, they they got money to go to the club, buy clothes, and go to the goddamn club, buy all the expensive champagne and liquor. But they but 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 damn, they they in poverty. We in poverty. We Walmart and all these damn places stay crowded, brother. But damn, it's like a resources, brother. It's like a funding. It's it, they poke. I can't fucking tell. I cannot uh, fucking tell. I don't know where y'all live, but I can't tell. Well, I I wear old shoes and got an old ass iPhone. They got they got four five hundred dollars sneakers and always got the latest fucking iPhone. Right, Yeah, but we gotta take responses, man. Like these young brothers out here, man, taking folks shit, but they don't want to do nothing. It, it is not poverty. And that that we see we've been we've been sold that lie for a long time. We've been sold that lie for a long. That's why I keep saying, how is it? And that was a move I like. It was it, it was something about that that they, these guys. It was three guys. They all grew up in the project, and two of them they chose. And one guy like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not going. I don't want that street life. He chose. He worked as he bust his ass off to get education or whatever. And I think he even became the police. And the other part of them want to be the drug dealers. And then you know, but it's it's a if if we still in all in this same cage, I don't give a fuck what they say statistics are. You have a choice. Like I said, I chose. I didn't know nothing about no racism. I ain't know nothing about none of that bullshit. I did, I chose to go out here and to do what I did, and took brothers man whispered and and gave me a word and made me change my my decision. And it was other things too that I seen that I was hurting my family and my decision. Stupid decisions what I was doing. My mother, when she's calling, seeing me come in and out of damn jail and shit. I said, man, you you can't keep doing this, man. You're not only hurting yourself, man, but look what you're doing to your family, man. What you're doing to your family. So you, we have to make a comment there to choose. Because if we're going to keep making excuses, come on, man. Because we got the same. Uh, people might say, well, well, you know, they're doing the black folk like the like the guy was on here trying to say, how come everybody else and the white folk them ain't doing it? And uh, oh, one, one, one quick thing, I'm gonna let y'all brother jump in here. Like even right now, they had a rap concert down at the um, FedEx Forum. Somebody got shot in the damn FedEx Forum. It wasn't them. Uh, I think it was the rapper what Lil Baby and something like that. Somebody got shot in the in in the FedEx Forum, and now. They got a guy named, uh, call himself Moneybag Yo. He's supposed to have been performing, had a concert in the FedEx Forum, and now they've been canceling his shows. And he said, well, and people think that he didn't want to cancel it. He's like, I didn't cancel nothing. The FedEx Forum keep canceling my shows. And I was telling my wife, I said, you see that? 
them folks are not going to let them motherfuckers keep coming down there because downtown, you know, they fixing up downtown like a lot of these places. I can't think what they call it uh, now. Damn, I can't. Regenification, I guess is what people call it. They're fixing up a lot of these downtown areas. And, man, like downtown Bill Street, where they've been having shootouts and people been, man, paying up shit. And, you know, you got tourists coming down. Your downtowns are where your tourists come. Crime been so heavy downtown. Now, every time they have a black concert in the FedEx form, it's always a bunch of shootout and, and cars being broken, a bunch of bullshit. Now, they have a goddamn country western concert. Don't nothing happen. Now, whose fault is that? Is that racism? That's why they canceled the goddamn concert, because they tied all that fucking crime and shit that's happening downtown. That's why they canceled that shit, all that murder music. You can't, you can't, we can't keep allowing these type of things to happen, and we keep making all these goddamn excuses. When are we going to take responsibility and say, hey, man, listen, we got to stop this shit, man. Like we had brothers and sisters at one time saying we, we are civilized people. We civilized. We're the civilized man and woman on this planet Earth. Now you got people talking about I'm a savage. You're proud to say you a savage. Come on, man. What kind of shit this is? It's crazy. Go ahead, Dave. I know, I mean, I know y'all got something. Oh, and I want to throw something else out in, in a minute, too, but. Oh, oh! What I was gonna say was to back you up with that. People don't want to apply for jobs, and a lot of them smoke weed. I got something to say for that. Yeah. The weed, the weed uh, addiction is worse than crack. I'm gonna tell you something. Mm. I, I know plenty of guys who are getting fired from jobs doing random drug tests. Time to use that legal marijuana card as a get out of jail free pass. They're still firing these people. Still yeah. firing them. So just because you got a legal marijuana card don't mean that they can still fire your ass from jobs. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. A lot, of, a lot of y'all don't understand why I go against the smoking weed thing. It's because when you see, okay, it's like, okay, heroin addicts. A heroin addict nods off. We is do the same shit. I don't know what it is. I keep telling y'all about this shit. Thing to where, for me, I wouldn't want nobody to damn uh, be working at no business with people high as hell like that. It's just terrible. <laughs> you ain't in your right mind when you high. Some brothers say, oh, well, it ain't good with it. Shit. No, nah, it's just like drinking some forties. <laughs> just like smoking crack and doing heroin. Weed is doing the same shit. So by them promoting weed, I'm going to tell you some, some companies ain't going to accept that shit. Some companies ain't going to accept it. And that's why reason why a lot of businesses I lose on work is because of the weed. Because <laughs> of the weed. <laughs> and, and, and they don't just smoke it just to for cure that. Like they said, people smoke weed like 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 cigarettes. You know, it, it's terrible. Terrible. You know, it, it, 
You see Wesley Muhammad, Dr. Wesley Muhammad from Nation Islam, he took his weed statement back. All these guys, when we start talking about the weed epidemic and the drug epidemic, people don't want to hear it. People, let me tell you some more, y'all. I see crackheads all the time. They don't get mad when you say stop some crack. But we had shit. They will, they will go off on you for commenting on that. They will. I, I've seen it personally. You know, I'm like, damn, you defending weed like you defending your wife. You know? Shoot. So, yeah, that's that's another thing. That, that weed thing got to go. It's got to go. It's got to go. I don't care what none of y'all say. It's got to go. <laughs> it's a gateway drug. Yeah. Shit. You yeah. see Snoop Dogg smoking it, was pushing that shit for years. Y'all, y'all don't know Snoop on some more shit than just weed. We, we, uh, 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 we, after a while, you won't get used to it. You're going to want to mix something with something to make it stronger. And so, yeah, you have these people that's been smoking weed. Yeah, they mixing their shit. So, yeah, that's all I got to say. And that's the reason why a lot of people ain't get, is, is, can't get employees because people can't stop smoking. So, yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to get this clip. <laughs> Y'all said it. Y'all said it. Y'all said it. Dave. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Can you hear? I okay, can't hear that. I got it. I got it. Can you hear me, Dave? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I don't know what the hell happened on that one. Yeah. Okay, let me see. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I had to call back in. I just was getting a serious echo. Oh, yeah. I was trying to hook my other Bluetooth back up. That was my bad. Yeah, I can see you. Okay, I'm back on that. I was trying to hook my Bluetooth because I was trying to play a clip, but it ain't working like that, so I ain't going to try. Well, I do have something to say on the weed thing, though. Now, (laughs) I just watched the guy. Get a job making 175000 a year, Man. working remotely. Now, he failed his, he failed his piss test because he smoked weed. But you know what they said? He interviewed well, and he was good at his fucking job. So <laughs> all, these motherfuckers, all these motherfuckers making excuses about they, they couldn't pass the piss test. Well, maybe they weren't qualified. Maybe they didn't present well at the interview. Maybe mm-hmm. instead instead of completing their assignments, maybe they were somewhere high bullshit. So I, I can't mm-hmm. always blame the weed when that shit happens. 
Yeah, they just, so, they just. I know a guy. He well, I know in type being a win. If you got CDLs, your ass ain't finished. You ain't even get behind that goddamn wheel, bad that mother. Because I, I know a guy. He had. He he uh he had an accident at a job and they did a drug test they fired him so he tried to come over to another job and they did it random and he failed yeah like oh, we can't do nothing to it. we can't do nothing with you <laughs> no he let him clean himself up and he came back and then he passed it but if you nah they ain't fucking with that <laughs> that's what that's the part we be trying to tell them because you don't they're not gonna let you it's like in uh, Arkansas they got. You're not gonna get a. They now this way. I don't know if they changed it, but when they passed that, um, you know, you had your gun permit, and then they finally legalized marijuana over there. They say you can't have both of them. You're not gonna get a, a gun permit, <laughs> and, a, and you're not gonna get at the same time a, a, a what you call it a legalized marijuana license. They won't let you get both of them. Well, shit. Somebody high ain't gonna shoot nobody. They <laughs> they too busy laughing that shit. Yeah, that's what they say. You know, they 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 will not give you both of them. <laughs> yeah, not gonna well, give you both. Oh, let me see. I definitely, I definitely wouldn't want wouldn't want somebody flying my airplane that gets high all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. Yeah, oh, that movie like that. Oh, that what a movie like. It was a movie like that. Was somebody? Was that Denzel Washington? Well, he wasn't high at the time. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about with based hey. on the true story. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, I'm I'm gonna tell you this too, though. Um, when it comes time for smoking weed, though, a lot of these weed heads that smoke weed, this this is what kills me. They seem alpha male. They don't just see a lot of weed heads that are males. They don't just act. They don't just be silly. It's silly. A lot of them be gay as hell. A lot of oh. them act <laughs> feminine. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I, I, they, I have family that have been weird, and I've heard the gay shit. I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> they came with a twist on that motherfucker. Finally, the sun's finally shining on you, huh? Yeah, 
Last time I talked to you was what, about 2010? And you hung up on me. <laughs> that that sounds about right. We talked before that period. Wait a minute. We don't talk about hung up on me. We talked before He hung up on me because I was talking the stuff he's talking, but he's hitting harder than I am. I was then. Hey, Go ahead. Go ahead, Alpha Mill. I, I was going to tell him that I was, I was trying to get get in. I was like, uh, your, your conversation has truly changed. <laughs> I learned from the best, Pionky. I learned from you and Sarge, Pionky. Pionky. <laughs> Sarge is online, too. I told him you was on. He's he's calling in. <laughs> oh, okay. So what, what, yeah, what do you have to say about Pionky? Huh? Tell him what you think about this. What do you think about that situation? I mean, what, what's going on? Is it is, is it systemic or is it lack of resources? Why are we doing it? No, blacks. See now, I'm gonna tell you something. All blacks are not doing this. But what, what we complain about, it's not. That's you got true. good black uh, students in school that's doing marvelous things. You know, I'm working with my grandson. My grandson graduated with a petroleum and gas engineer degree. He's working on his master's. He's working for LPG company where he's making four to six thousand dollars a week right out of college. So I can mm-hmm. give some testimony on. On on uh, what's available out there, you just got to prepare yourself. And you know the the sad thing is, is that black kids are not given the opportunity by their own parents, family, and community. Ain't nothing Whoa. stopping that. Whoa, Bianca, you just and that's a shame, man. That's a shame. So, baby, Bianca, hold up. I don't mean no harm, elder. So, you mean to tell me? <laughs> You mean to tell me that it ain't the white man, it ain't racism, white supremacy that's stopping them from doing what they doing? I mean, they have an opportunity to do. I mean, I had a friend. I got a friend, Butch. He lived down there in the city, off of West Florissant and Newstead. And he moved, and he moved out in St. Charles County in a white community. And he said about three or four white couple families on came by and congratulate him to the neighborhood. So, but when he was down there, they were shooting, the dogs running wild, trying to attack his kids and everything. So, you know, people get tired of that stuff, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, they do. They get tired of that stuff. Yes, sir. Yeah, right, bro. Losing, losing these stores and all this shooting and stuff, man. You have 4,875 shot in Chicago one year to next year. 4,661, then the next year, over them, then another 4,000. Sooner or later, mm-hmm. people going to get out of there. And you won't have nobody to shoot because you don't shot everybody. Yes, sir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, sir. Like I said, brother, I your politics, like look at the people coming across the border, son, Ray. Uh-oh. And no black leaders are, are complaining about that. Matter of fact, I was on the nope. radio show with Danny Davis out of Chicago. And I asked him, I said, what do you think about the people coming across the southern border? You know what he said? There's room for everybody. <laughs> wow. <sighs> wow. But you know where they're going to send them. 
But no, it ain't enough resources, oh, though, Dope Young. We, we ain't got no resources, Dope Young. How are we going to them come to America? There ain't no resources. Well, see, these women and children, they talking about these people coming, they starving. These women are full-breasted, full-hipped, mm-hmm. got on brand-new tennis, some brand-new yoga pants, Lipstick on and, and fingernails are well done. They ain't starving. <laughs> and uh, New York, they getting them brand new scooters, motor scooters, and all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah, that's just terrible, man. Honestly, honestly, goodness. Them Democrats are totally, totally, you know, lost it. They just gone. I, I wouldn't. You couldn't pay me to vote for one. And I don't give a damn. And see, that's another thing. Voting for people because they black—that's stupid. Uh-oh. Yeah, you talk about issues. It's issues. Mm-mm. That's the problem. See, that's where we going again. You know, it's a guy, uh, 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 I forget this fool name now, Charleston White. Charleston White. Now, he been talking bad about Brother Deion Sanders the other day and started calling him a cool sellout because, you know, uh, he don't left cause, yeah, because he left. You know, he left Jackson State and all of this stuff. Now he talking about he don't move up with all the white folks. Now he calling the man a coon. And he talking about he had one to put $20,000 on, uh, uh, like, a, you know, a bounty on one of the players. But they played Colorado, other Colorado. You know, they put a bounty. This stupid, man. I'm like, come on now. Like, the man, when he was in Jackson State, you know, they was taking money from them. They wasn't getting him. He wasn't, you know, making the money he was supposed to. They supposed to get him part of the ticket sales. He wasn't getting no money. And uh, when they were supposed to be giving money to the um, uh, the football team, they was actually taking the money away from the football team. The man had to cut the grass with his own lawnmower. I mean, there was just a lot of stuff that was going on. And and but now he left, and now he's. But they look at him because he left. But he brought people with him, giving them more opportunities, and then giving the children, taking them to a school to get a probably, you know, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a get a good education. education. But there you go, there you go, Pion. Get a, yeah, education. Get them a, 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 a clear opportunity now if they want to get in the NFL. But he got to be called a. See, this this the, the killing part with me. It's like. I remember somebody we used to tell us, man, well, hey, bro, I'm here. I'm going to stay in the hood. I don't care how much money I get, dog. I'm staying in the hood. Man, I mean, I'm black. I'm got, no, I'm not long. I ain't going to, you just said it. I ain't going with that philosophy. Because, listen, my blackness is going to be with, well, my so-called blackness is going to be with me wherever I go. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't got to solidify my blackness to stay in the hood in the war zone. No, I'm not doing it. You can call me what you want. Yeah, you call can me expose what you want. your kids to that. Yeah, that's crazy. You can't be. You supposed to do the best thing for you for your family, your your spiritualness, your family, and your kids. That's what your obligation is. Your obligation ain't for the person down the street, across the street. Mm-hmm. You got. You know what was somebody thinking? You coming to them talking about what they should be doing? And they look over over your shoulder and your stuff all messed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Nobody don't>. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the crazy part. That's why I want to ask, dude. He was talking so bad about America. I'm like, bro, do you? That's why I asked me. You, you live in America, but then now, hold up, it's so bad. But he got businesses and everything in America. But I'm, I'm. How did he get that though? Man, well, let me tell you something. Deion Sander, I have a lot of respect for that young man. 
Mm-hmm. I have yes, a lot sir. of respect for him. It's a, it's a lot of them out there. Mike Tyson, I have respect for him. I have respect for Lil Wayne. Um, Shaquille O'Neal, I have, they doing some good things. You don't never see them all in the news and all that stuff. Even uh, Floyd Mayweather, he's a good business person. That's what it's all about. They may not be ideal in other things, but that's they, you know, as long as they don't be out there hurting nobody and stuff like that, leave them alone. And if people are not doing what you want them to do, if you want yeah. folks to hate whites, hate America, well, go ahead and do it, but leave other people alone. They don't oh, want to do that. They, they, yeah. I don't want my kids playing with yours. I tell them, my kids ain't playing with yours. Because my kids be acting funny, too, like they high on something. <laughs> no, they ain't playing with yours. Yes, sir. And that's why you said, Beyond, that's why I like Beyond. Deion Sanders because I admire him because like I, I was telling some guys at work they they, they be hating on Deion I said man I'm gonna tell y'all something man I wish I had a brother in my life at that time like Deion I said man I wouldn't have chose you know I had my father but you know he but I still I wouldn't have had I wouldn't have probably been down that road like Deion what I like to say what he's instilling in them young men it's more than football. He's number one. He, he instilled the value of God. He tell them about God, trying to instill that in about brothers. But he tell them the value, teaching them the value of life. He give them life lessons. Even when he, I, I be watching his uh his his, his talk when he have them in the locker room, telling them about the games that's coming up, and he break down things. Even though he talking football, but it's still compared to life. I like how that brother, you know, what he's doing with them young brothers. And that's why they're willing to keep playing for him, play with him and follow him because he's he's making them into men, be you know productive men in society off the field. Look, these young that's people don't wake saying, up yeah. in the morning. These young people don't wake up in the morning and want it to be a failure. They have to have guidance. They have to have thorough guidance. They have to have moral type of guidance. And him and a lot of them out there is, is giving it. I, you know, like I said, you got to take your head off to him. And, no, I can tell you what was going on in Jackson, same thing like going on in Memphis, Tennessee, with Joe Brown, Judge Joe Brown is running for mayor. Those Negroes was about to kill him with Ooh, all the man. stuff they carried. They went, and got, they, went and they went down in the bottom draw and got the picture of somebody named Joe Brown over Judge Joe Brown's stuff. Act like Damn. he's the one running for the mayor. <laughs> wow, I ain't seen that one. Damn. And, and Bianca, you, they got uh, uh, this guy named Willie Harrington. He used to be the mayor, I don't know, X amount of years ago. He, hell, I think he was in there down there, I don't know, about eight, almost 18 damn years. Now, he's he's running again. He, he, I think he down there by Joe Biden. He probably in his damn ages. Now, he's running again. So, man, y'all finna put this thing back in the- office again? Yeah, like a it's a club on, with them, man. man. It's inherent. Yeah. It's just like Elijah Cummins over there in Baltimore. And when he died, his wife think, say that she's supposed to inherit his congressional mm. spot. <laughs> her daughter was driving around in her car with his congressional plates on them. What kind of craziness Dang. is that? I always get him mixed up. I get him mixed up with John Lewis. He did. He was yeah, I got here. I used to get them mixed up. They used to call him Milk Dud. They used to call him yeah. Milk Dud here. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, I always get him mixed up with John Lewis. John Lewis is just as bad, too. You know, they did mm-hmm. things back in, in, in the day. That was cool. Well, man, you can't be hanging on and, and trying to get kids involved, young people involved. That stuff is gone. You got to yeah. move forward and stop deterring these children. You got to prepare these kids for 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 the, the what's in demand. Yes, you know, I've made my my siblings. I made my last sibling. I said, "You're gonna be an engineer. You're gonna be an engineer. Mm-hmm. You're gonna play baseball." He went to LSU. He's an engineer, and he played on LSU's baseball travel team. And he got his degrees. But you got you have to do that because these kids got all kind of pressure and peer pressure against them. The stuff they see, and you know, you be sitting there watching TV with your kids, and all of a sudden some crazy mess come on. You ain't got but two hands. You got two hands for the two eyes. You can't cover the ears up. I don't know what you do then. <laughs> yes, sir. And what they what they would need to prepare for, what they better be watching out for, <laughs> they better be trying preparing for this uh, artificial intelligence. So they better get uh, uh, technological savvy. That's what they better be trying to learn. You're absolutely because, right. You don't be yes, teaching sir, your kids no Swahili and Spanish, and uh, you teach your kids <laughs> machine language, COBOL, yes, Boudin, C C C plus plus. That's the language you teach your kids. Yeah. I've seen uh, on a YouTube video, you know, they got a new uh, list series when they get ready to come out called Creator about these robots, artificial intelligence. I've seen a video, I've seen a video where they got a robot man playing basketball. He was like, you know, like somebody was, <laughs> uh, actually Herman was dribbling, man, and the robot was, the bo- robot was actually sticking him, man. When he, when he jumped for the jump shot, the robot jumped up to block the ball and everything. Like, you probably jumping yeah. clean out of sight, like them kung fu movies back in the day. <laughs> yes, sir, man. <laughs> so they letting you know, and then you go to like I don't know in y'all cities, are, are they doing this in like the Walmart's and Kroger's? Are they doing a lot of uh, self checkouts in y'all in y'all cities? Oh yeah, everywhere. Man. Yeah, they've been doing that. Then you got these oh, yeah. fools that's stealing. You stay look, man. These these Negroes, the first one, just climb, call, talking about we're in a food desert. Well, hell, what the hell you mm. think? You steal these stores clothes. Yeah, yeah, they do. They say fact, black need to have their own business. What black business is going to be surviving? You go in there and load up your stuff and walk on out. <laughs> yeah. And that's what not just happening. That's not just happening in low-income communities. That's happening. Even in the, uh, well, you're I absolutely the right. Yeah. Man, you know, I've uh, seen some dumbass-looking white folks doing it. Yep. And let me tell you something. Ignorance don't have no respect for color. I've seen some of the dumbest-ass white folks I've ever seen in my life. I ain't never thought. And then people were talking about how that's a damn lie. These folks are just as dumb as anybody else. Any any trailer park in USA. <laughs> Absolutely right. They do some dumb ass. They just don't do like blacks do. Like that black male. That black male is notorious, man. And that's because of a, 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 a that's because of a whole lot of things that can be controlled. But no, that's a, that's the choices that somebody made that that person came up under. 
I mean, that's just the way it is. Then they, then you got these idiots that's against school choice where parents can take their kids and put them where they want. Oh, no, you can't do that. You got to keep the – you could kill the public school. Well, the public school's already killed. So you yeah. mean to tell them I got to leave my child there in that environment and sacrifice them to your system? Uh-huh. Hell no. Uh-huh. You can't – see, you don't, your child don't have no, no on-off switch where you can turn them off for convenience. That child's always on. Yes, sir. And wasn't, wasn't Obama against uh, school choices? Hell yeah. yeah that man was, was crazy. And I tell you something else. This thing with his chef, I tell you, his chef was screwing uh, uh, Michelle. Oh, yeah. That's what Uh-oh. I think. Cop Obama is been... skinny. He smoked. He ain't see. He smoked. Well, he smoked. He ain't got no second and third win. You take a hell of a man to, to satisfy Michelle. And that young man, <laughs> that chef, was a bodybuilder. Had a six pack. He was probably uh, providing her breakfast in bed, and he came in there one morning to get the tray, and she doing her fingernails and knock tip the uh, orange juice over in her lap. He took the tray and she said, could you help me clean this up? My nails is wet. Then all of a sudden the roll pop over. Well, what would you do? I know what I would have done. Yeah. Hey, Brother, oh, brother Bro, V, we got, you on, we got you on the line too, Brother V. Your mic open. All right. Hello. You hear me? Yes, sir. How you doing, brother? Yes, sir. Loud and clear. How you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good, man. How y'all doing? Oh, doing great, bro. Just chopping it up. <laughs> just trying to chop it up. Yeah, I'll just listen. Yeah, I'm hearing y'all about the black right. keepers. <laughs> okay. That's what's up. Yeah, I'm calling uh, from uh, Oakland. But I'm from South good. Carolina originally. Oakland. So, uh, yeah, it's crazy out here. So, yeah, I get it with the crime. <laughs> I think it's all the agenda, Man. though. You know? Yeah. It's all planned. Yeah. Oh, brother, if hey, you were yeah. mind, since you're on here, uh, when you, you, it was something you were texting me. That I think you told me you saying you, you, you say you think it's agenda, and they're trying to bring us into, uh, I can't pronounce that word. You think you said, what do you call it? Tot- ah, totalitism. I can't pronounce it, brother. I think oh, you, yeah, you totality- yeah, totalitarianism. Yeah, they're gonna, they, they, they cause the problem, they make the solution. So we're going to be screaming too much crime, like the crime bill in 94. Like black folks mm-hmm. screaming, it's too much crime, and then what they do, lock us all up. So this time they're going to do something even worse. I don't know what, but, yeah, that's my feeling, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, because crime is crazy all over the country, and, and where I'm at, it's yeah. ridiculous. Every day is something crazy. Yeah, like you said, brother, people just walking in the stores, just handful of stuff, probably some of them no masks yeah. on. And man, I see that every out, man. Yeah. all the time. I, all yeah. the time, damn, it's crazy. All the time, I mean, breaking the window. I mean, you can't even drive your car. They're breaking your car all the time. I mean, that's common. Like, mm-hmm. I've been here like nine years. I, I've been seeing that the whole nine years. It was worse when I first got here, and it's calmed down. But now it's back to the same when I first moved. So yeah, Shame. didn't it? Uh, yeah, Democrats yeah. crazy. Yeah, didn't yeah. liberals pass a law that? If you steal less than eight hundred dollars, it's just a misdemeanor. Wow. 
And bro, that ain't that ain't in your area, is it, brother? I know it was in California somewhere they did that, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. How was that? Yeah, I was putting that out there as a question. I, I know they did that. I did hear that. What's that, brother? Brother V, what you, what you, they had that, was a, in, uh, that one in your area? They had a, I don't, a, a I haven't black seen that. First, they had the first black female prosecutor in St. Louis, Kim Gardner. And she told the police if they look like they need what they shoplift, leave them alone. Let them go. Oh, wow. Damn. AOC said Everybody don't like take advantage. <laughs> yeah, I think old AOC said something like that. Some crazy stuff like that. Well, yeah, she's crazy as hell. And you know, you talk about your car. You come out to get in your car, some, you see two legs sticking out the side, and you hear this noise. <laughs> And somebody holler, I'll be done in a minute. Well, they taking your catalytic converter. Oh, yeah, they steal that all day. Dang. Yeah, you can't keep nothing in your car. No luggage, nothing. It's crazy. But, Alpha Man, I did hear that what you're saying. It was somewhere in California. They were saying they're not even arresting people for misdemeanors or something like that. Man, they're not arresting for murder. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, they let people out for murder. Man, this DA out here is wild. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I swear, yeah, I swear it's I on guess. purpose, man. It's the only, only way. Yeah, oh, you yeah, said, bro, there's something, bro. It's something to this. Go ahead, Alpha Mill. My bad. Well, my man was right. Totalitarianism. Well, that's why they're trying to you see if they can increase the violence, then they're going to try to take all our guns. Mm. Yeah, that's another. Yeah, that's the reason. And once. Man, I'm gonna tell you something. You need to teach your daughters, your wives, take them to gun safety courses, tactical yep. shooting, when to shoot and when not to shoot, and get that insurance. The insurance is cheap, about two hundred dollars, two hundred twenty dollars a year. Then make sure your that they are armed. A female needs to have that gun on her hip. Need to have a stack barrel derringer in her bra and a six inch hat pin in her hair <laughs> because they're beating the hell out of women mm-hmm. nowadays. Yes, oh, yeah. old, old people too. They and also everybody. Tell, also tell these women to shut the fuck up and make it home. Man, that that yeah. that yeah. job. Just shut your mouth and make it. And home. when they come out of a building. They come out of the building. Before you go to your car, look around. If you got a car parked next to you, got people in it, don't go over there. And tell the same thing to your son. They have to be aware of their surroundings. That's right. That's why I come put them damn phones down. Man. That's number one. You got to pay attention. I tell everybody that. Yes, sir. In St. Louis, they had some teenagers, and one of them was 10 years old, carjacked. Ten years old. Damn. Another case, a a mother and her child, he was 12, got a lift with somebody, and the kid got in the back seat. The man pulled away from the curb, got about a half a block. Bam! The kid hit him upside the head, pistol whipped him. And the mother reached over and turned the ignition off. Get out, pull his butt out, throw him in the street, and drive off with his car. Yeah. Right. I mean, do, do you brothers think that's some kind of spirit on these people? 
I ride with you on that one. I mean, mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. Something, man. I do. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree. And hey, wait a minute. I agree with him, too. It's something. I believe these people curse, man. I really do. I believe they curse. I believe it's some something going on with the planets and all that shit, man. <laughs> Would you even imagine? Think about it. Would you even imagine some of the stuff we were witnessing 20 or 30 years ago? Hell no. Nope. No, sir. <laughs> yeah, none of this would happen. Hell, the worst horror films didn't have no stuff in it like this. <laughs> no good. Man. And then some of my yeah, son was in the other day. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like my son was at work the other day and he had one and then somebody broke in his car and stole his AR fifteen out of it. But the thing he was playing oh, he, he think he think it's one of his coworkers that actually saw him putting it in the trunk and this so happened uh, it was now it's obvious because one of his, he looked around wasn't nobody in the parking lot. He get ready to go in the, go into work. And um, in the reason he only had an AR-15 because he left the pistol at home for his wife and have something, you know, because she can't shoot the AR, so he left that, you know, his pistol at home for her, so he was carrying an AR, and so he was trying to put it in the truck and get ready to go to work. And just like he said, he looked around, and he saw some of his coworkers standing there, uh, two of his coworkers. So he went on in there, and then later on, you know, somebody came and told him, man, uh, somebody don't bust your one out your car. So he went to go check his car, uh-huh. nothing in the inside, Nothing in the inside had been touched, so he opened the trunk. AR was gone. And then he said that one of the guys uh, that saw him, his cousin used to come up there every night, come up there at the job every night. Just, you know, cause, you know, we worked at Walgreens, just come up there every night. And he used to pick him up when he get off work. Just so happened, he didn't come pick the guy up the next day. I mean, that morning. And then the next day, the guy quit. I said, see, that's obvious. He, he, yeah, he was the one to set you up to, to do it, breaking your car. You know, my, my wife would cuss me out if I took the AR and left her with the pistol. She wants that AR. She's like, I ain't got time for no pistol. <laughs> Man. <laughs> so you take that sling shot. <laughs> That's right. Because see, see, she knows if I'm carrying, I got to take it everywhere I go. I can't take that big ass AR everywhere I go. Yeah. And see, that's what I yeah, asked him. I was like, you know, yeah. you know, it's a black man over in uh, Illinois that builds AR. He was in uh, the Gulf War. He, actually, he was a. He was a Sudanese refugee, and his name okay. is uh, Jonas, Y-O-N-A-S, Hagos, H-A-G-O-S. His company is Civilian Arms. I've they say he builds a sweet AR. Yeah. You can catch him on YouTube. Mm, that name sounds familiar. Yeah, Jonas Hagos. His, his company is Civilian Arms. Yeah. Man, I'll tell anybody, though, the best firearm is the one you train with. If it costs you $500 or $5,000, the best one is the one you train with. Well, I tell you what, I I, I wouldn't be messing with them them $300 tours because I was out at the range (laughs) one time and a 
Brothers took his out the case. It was all shiny and chrome. <laughs> he shoots about two times, and that thing lock up. Shoot two times, it lock up. That's a high point right there. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you a story about that, too. Now, I'm at the range, same situation. Guy next to me, his firearm keeps locking up. He clears it. I put a clip in it, empty a clip. You know what the problem was? He was too tense. He was out more than the gun. So he, he was anticipating the trigger pull and, and jerking the gun at the same time he was firing it. That's all it was. Man. Yeah, so and I didn't I didn't know that was a thing until I learned for myself. Well, I thought you were oh, gonna man. say you was holding the gun sideways. Well <laughs> he would have been by himself. <laughs> so yeah, if if you're too tense if you're too tense you're gonna always mess up. Mm. And that's not that's not that's not just with firearms, that's with women, business, everything. Sure. Some guys be holding the gun sideways and eject the, the shell. He goes up in the air and come back down and go down the shirt collar and burn it back. <laughs> Just swear they got shot. <laughs> swear you shot them. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, man. Damn, I wish I had these clips, man, at work. I don't know what's wrong with my mixer thing. Uh, I had to use my phone. I had something I really wanted to play. Uh, 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 it was a lady. Let me see. Maybe I can see it. I've seen it on Twitter, man. She was going off on this guy. I guess he's the uh, – got to find what the hell he was. He was somebody with the Biden administration, and he was down at one of these colleges trying to talk and lecture to people. And, man, this sister let him – man, she let him have it. Let me see. What were they at? The chairman of the DNC. This was, was I forgot was he was down in some college, uh, okay, the Root Institute in Florida, in Jacksonville, Florida. You heard of that before? Uh-oh. No. Uh, okay, yeah. I thought Yeah, man, I wish I could play this damn. I, maybe I, I I don't know how to try to do it play it uh try to play it on another clip. Man, these sisters was going in on that. And look, they they voted Democrat. They like, I ain't, I'm not voting for no damn Democrats no more. That's all y'all try to do is, but hell, it's too late. Y'all voted for them. You're getting what you asked for. <laughs> Shit, now you're mad at them. And why, and why just, now? Man, for 20 years. Yeah. And, and, and what's the one of the sisters said? They've been voting for them for 72 years. Damn. 72 and years. that's what one of the elders said. 72. And that's what one of the elders said. She said, we've been voting for y'all for damn near 60 years. Y'all ain't been doing nothing. Man, she was just going out. I'm like, well, hell, you the only one keep doing it. That's your yeah. You the one keep doing it. You fool. I mean, Linda B. Johnson total. I'm voting Democrats for hundreds of years. <laughs> yeah. Hell, Malcolm, Malcolm said it, didn't he? Yep, Malcolm said it. Yes, sir. And I have conversations with guys who talk they... about Grandpa Romney. Remember that? Romney, Romney up in Michigan? Oh, you still got mm-hmm. a Romney. I don't know him. 
before my time on there. Man. Yeah, but he told them, man, they said, they just don't listen. Like you yeah. said, then, like I said, Memphis, they got, you know, it's, they oh, they really going to get bamboozled then because if they get in Memphis, they get another black mayor, then they got the black police chief, and, man, it's it's crazy. And then I've seen, I've seen Judge Joe Brown. He was talking about one of the guys who running for mayor. His name uh Floyd Bonner. He run, he run the uh, the jail, jail um the jailhouse downtown, the sheriff, and they found out. Listen to Judge Joe, well, watching Judge Joe Brown said, "Oh, it's since 2018, over 52 people done died in the jailhouse," and and he got nerd to want to run, talking about running for damn mayor. <laughs> Why? Look, son, I'm gonna get off from here. Maybe somebody else will want to come on and uh, congratulate you. But uh, I'm really. Oh, we Happy good. to hear that everybody's doing good. You too, Dave, and uh, you guys hanging there. Please be careful and, and, and teach your kids and your grandkids, man. That's what a, that's another problem. Because when they get become adults, they don't know. I mean, they get out there and make mistakes, and hell, doing it for about ten years, and they finally realize something's wrong. So uh, y'all yes, hanging there tough now. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And Pearl, we gonna right. start coming back. We we coming back to blog talk. This was our first time. I had been going. We had been long. Good man, job, we back Steve on blog talk now. All right. Well, hang Good in there. Job, I'll talk Steve to you later. Uh, you too, brother. Yeah, right. Sarge may it. be out there. Four four, I think, is the area code. I'll see you. Hey. No, he's he not on here this time. I got hey, you. He gone. Uh, he gone, brother. Day. Oh, okay, okay. okay. All right, but yeah, man, it's uh, it was good to hear from that brother, man. It, it, yeah. it was good to hear from him, man. Ain't heard him in a long time. Yeah, uh, well, see the way we gonna get Sergeant, we gotta start talking about the United States Constitution. That's how you gonna get Sergeant here. <laughs> Sergeant, he be on that Constitution. That's how you get Sergeant. You remember Sergeant on the uh, really Alpha Male, the other guy. No, no, I don't. Oh, yeah. I've ever heard Sarge. I remember he a him. trip too. Ah, oh, you remember? Yeah, he a trip too. <laughs> Sarge, he be on that Constitution, boy. He... Yeah, Sarge. Yeah. Hey, I'll shut. But, uh, I'll, 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 I'll shut that y'all the boy ain't come on justice. <laughs> yeah, with justice. <laughs> Talk too loud, they talk too loud. He gonna he gonna hear you. Hey, he over there with, he over there in Umar Johnson imaginary school. Damn. Hey Dave. Hey Dave. Yeah. Dave. Yeah, um I was telling somebody the other day, we're gonna we're gonna get you a show called Murder in the Murder in the Hip. What you did, what you did in that Luther Vandross song, man, that was, ooh, that was terrible. <laughs> man, hey Dave, when they said when they said when you said you tore it up, not that, not in a good way, you tore it up for real. <laughs> I said they gonna charge yeah. this man with murder. Yeah, nah. hey, man, then he gonna say call him David Vandross. <laughs> hey, hey, brother B, 
Brother, you 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 probably were blessed that you didn't hear that one. There, you probably would have cursed us out. Dave was. I hear that one, man. Yeah, Dave was singing that was some of his hits. Yeah, I know he liked to sing, bro. I didn't know he was doing it like that. <laughs> yeah, it was a bloodbath. Yeah. It was a bloodbath. Damn. That that yeah. day. Oh, uh, 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 day. Oh, wait, 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 day. You, you mean to tell me? Al- I mean, uh, that's not alpha male. Uh, Umar Johnson still hadn't built that damn school, man. Come on, day. You gotta be playing. <laughs> no, open that school. Not- I mean. That, that ain't happening. Opening shit up, all. Hell, doing up, nah. opening up a bag of crack. That's all he doing. What about all that money he don't got? What what the money went to? Oh, he had to pay. Uh, he had to pay for polite legal fees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That dude, now, you, now I'm glad you jumped on that man last minute. That dude, I know he's a damn crook. Because I was sitting there, I sent Brother V the video. Cause I, I, okay, he, he he did a video. I wasn't even really keeping up with it. I seen, you know, uh, what you call it, I'm talking about. But then he going to do a video after he got sentenced, kind of, you know, put it up like they dropped the charges. Being deceptive like he always is. Man, they dropped the charges, did that, and another his ass already don't got sentenced, though. That dude made something. Man, he's something serious. Well, you know, you know why they dropped some of the charges? I don't even know what they, I ain't know what they did, actually. Yeah, it was the actual uh, rape charge. Uh, the mother didn't want the daughter to go through a lengthy trial and uh, relive oh. the Yeah. So Damn. they did draw, oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, okay. Damn. How much time did he actually get? Oh, well, here's the messed up part. Now, originally, I think they said like 38 years, but Damn. he only has to do seven and then 10 years of probation. Yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah, he all fucked up. Yeah, and, I, and I heard somebody telling the other day, uh, uh, Captain Desormier, he was saying they asked they asked uh, uh, Sardinetta if he if he get out and uh, would you work with him and do something again? He like it, it all depends. And uh, Captain Desormier said, "Man, I don't mean no harm. I don't give a goddamn who it is. If y'all do any work with him, I never have any dealing with y'all ass no more." And then you know what, too, bro. And I'm going to tell you, man, what Sarnetta and them slick doing, too, right? Because they, they trying to throw this off. Because he been lately, I know that ever since, uh, even before Polite kind of got sentenced, it was going up to his sentencing. And he even got on the part, that little witch. They trying to utilize the Bible, trying to say, well, they trying to utilize it. Trying to make it like the Bible condones rape. That's what he been oh, doing. And he Lord. had some... Yeah, he had some old ignorant ass, uh, uh, one of the more ignorant, like ignorant ass uh, New Testament uh, brothers on that too. He said, yeah, yeah, in the kingdom, I'm gonna be snatching up women, raping them too. I was like, yeah, I'm a, I'm following. Yeah, I'm, bro, I can't think of that dude named uh, uh, Mar Marquard something. It's a dude named Marquard. 
He's yeah. He's going to the bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His name is I don't yeah. remember, bro. He got dreads and some. He ain't, I don't think he, he, without, he ain't with ISUBK. Real dog. He, was, he ain't with ISUBK. I know you talking yep. about. He he was uh with Zabak and them. He started out with One West, but then he uh went over to um, Zabak and started his own shit. He been in it for a long time, but he um. Hmm. All I got to say is, man, they, they ain't shit, man. None of them niggas shit. None yeah. of them shit. <laughs> yeah, but that's what he said. He said, man, according to the, I'm going to follow what, I'm going to follow the law with the law says. I'm going to grab them. Yeah, I'm going to be grabbing them up, right? And, you know, and they, you know, on the YouTube, they be saying, great, they can't there. But they read, man, uh, uh, I think it was Deuteronomy 2021. 20, but it was talking about in a time of war. Moses, that don't even count for us today. None of that shit that they talk about. Well, I mean, excuse me, I ain't said none of that. But what was going on? It was talking about what Moses was saying in a time of war, and it was just kind of like in a saying that in a time of war, it said you can like uh, if you see a woman in a time of war, and and and, um, and you you can capture her. You know, and bring it in your your possessions and stuff, and bring it into your house and stuff, and you can keep her. Especially on basically, I get don't kill up all her family, y'all in war. You kill the family, and you capture this woman, you desire her, and and uh, you can bring it in your house, and you know, after I think what thirty days, you make it, she shave her head and clean it up, and then it said you can marry her, but they right. saying you can go in unto her like you can rape her. That ain't what no. the scriptures was saying. It's just saying you can, uh, yeah. you know, but they say, but if you don't desire, and then you don't desire, you don't you can't even sell off as a slave. Just let her go. But they trying right. to utilize that as a rape doctrine, man. Yeah, even I know that. I'm just, I'm yeah. getting the reading and understanding. I mean, damn. <laughs> you, yes, uh, it's simple, bro. But that's what they drown that. That's what Sarnetta and the part a woman, bro, around that. Teaching that shit. She the one around here really co-signing and teaching that. Mm. Man, it's okay. Yeah, but the Bible you know what, condones though, the race. She's a witch, though. She's but a witch. Here's, here's what you yep. probably don't see. People mm-hmm. that are for that shit, they're out here doing some un- ungodly, unrighteous shit to begin with. So mm-hmm. they're trying to justify somebody else's <laughs> or their own behavior to open the gate so they can do their little dirty deeds. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When when you hear a person talking like that, they're already into some some terrible shit. That's why I don't don't give none of them motherfuckers no leeway. You know, none. You know, come telling me, oh, well, you know, back in the Bible days, you know, I'm ready to crack you because you're just trying to make an excuse for your desires. Yeah, and we ain't doing none of this stuff back then anyway. Cause y'all really read some. That was a conversation that was going on back then. Like I said, that's back then. Hell, we don't stone people to death no more. We just throw their ass in jail. So you can you didn't come out. What's that, bro? Well, I was gonna say you can't get no no tax money if you stone them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, so they crazy as hell, man. Yeah, that's this this and then the country come in, they just gone. Anybody keep leaving that shit, it's just like the black power come in. You, 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 
I don't even hear nobody say nothing about that no more. I, I don't even, I don't anyway. I don't know about y'all, but I don't even hear, you don't hear none of that. Black power, brother, black power. You don't even hear about none of that shit. I don't see nothing about no pounders, no none of that no more. Hell, it is. No, no, they got little chapters, yeah, ain't shit, but they none of them. All let me tell you something. All the Panthers at the Doctor College died. That was it. <laughs> that, that was it. Malik and them fell the hell off. Malik tried to bring it back, and it was just like nah, because they was in Virginia. They was down here in Virginia. And, I was like, what the hell? I had one brother back when I used to practice Islam. Uh, he was telling me he was uh, was in it. And I was like, hey, he had, he, I, I was like, nigga, do that even exist? He barely had three niggas at his meeting. <laughs> I was like, had three oh, little panther niggas. I'm like, nah, nigga, this shit done. It's, it, 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 well, you know what killed it? What's that? Well, you notice when uh, uh, Barry Barry Satoro let all the freaks and faggots out of the closet, all your organizations were infiltrated. So every one of them yep. was hollering black power at a rainbow flag. Yep. yep. Right. You sure ain't lying. Black Lives Matter took that shit over. I said, I know, nigga. A lot of people in the black, so-called Black Power movement started uh, uh, joining over there with Black Lives Matter because they thought that was a real movement. Oh, oh, I got. I want to throw something in. We got one more minute. We going in overtime. But I, I forgot this. I ain't want to cut y'all off. What Bianca was saying about the about the shelf, uh, 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 Obama them shelf, but. I thought Dave was going to jump in on saying something about that when he was talking about dude was knocking off Michelle. But, you know, they was. It was a new thing. You know, internet, internet rumor. I'm going to say internet rumor. They were saying dude actually saw Michelle probably undressed and saw, uh, saw her penis and shit, and they killed her. <laughs> killed his ass. Shit. Hell, I'm going to tell you something. That, that's your nephew Justin's wife. <laughs> That's what they said. They, 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 they seen. There was some people that were throwing around on the internet. They were saying, "Hell, he he seen. He finally seen her naked and found out that she was a trinity. Yeah, they had to get rid of." Her. Yeah, but Justin did Justin say he grabbed a handful or something. Did he said something like that. What did Justin Something's say? Like he got that. a hug in with her and did he say he brushed his hand against her ass? Yeah, he brushed his hand brushed against her ass. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> well, there, there's, there's another there's another theory out there too. The other theory was that he was actually fucking Obama, and uh, damn, had to keep I heard that before. I uh, yeah, I heard that one. He said he was knocking off Obama. And you know what? They showed Obama hands like they they had bandages and stuff all along. You seen that one? They're like what happened to his hand? Oh, no, all the people weird. I, yeah, I'll tell y'all Larry. this. Larry I'll tell y'all this. All the people is weird. <laughs> it's all weird. I, that's why I don't play politics. All of that shit fake and weird. 
All the people is reptiles and trannies. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Well, I mean, we uh, said about Larry Sinclair. He just did another video with, uh, oh, I can't think of the guy that used to be on Fox. But the whole interview was about him and Obama smoking crack and sucking dicks. I mean, it's oh, crazy. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's crazy. Oh, Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Yeah. He was yep. Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, I thought Larry was dead, though. Man. I should have told Everybody you was dead. Thought that. Everybody thought that, yep. Damn. But, yeah. yeah. He, said, he said they was in the limo, not the car, the oh, limo. Yeah. yeah. And the hotel room. He said he came back yeah. for a second. Damn. This show. Just show the fuck up, ain't called, texting, and I just knock on the door. Come on, I want some more, eh? <laughs> damn. That's good, damn, man. Hey, hey but uh, I'm, I'm about to go. I got to go to work in the morning, man. I got you, Dave. Uh, I'm going to talk to y'all later. It was good to hear from you, Alpha Male. And uh, is that LJ? No, no. No, it's my brother, no, brother. V. What's your name? Uh, v. V. Okay, nice to meet you, V, man. Uh, well, like same that, here. Man. I, hope, I hope you come on, man, and um, talk to us again. You know, I'm about to go to sleep, man. Sure, I got to right. get up in the morning. But uh, hey, I'll Dave, talk to you, you go, later, bro, man. Dave. But, but Dave, this brother, you know, he's been hanging, bro. He's been on, he's been hanging with the show for a long, for some years now. Yeah, I've been listening to y'all for a minute, so I'm, I'm familiar with all y'all, man. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, you know, you know, I'm liable to say anything. Man. Oh, I already know. Yeah, I know how you do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. All day. Hi, there, brother. Dave. All right, good seeing y'all, right. man. Good night, and I'll, and I'll, uh. And I'm going to uh, upload a lecture tomorrow night, so for Shabbat. So stay I tuned for that. And uh, Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. All right, day. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah, it's just good being back on, man. Like I said, man, I kind of, that's why I said, I, it's good we get back on this blog. Like, I like this live. I like this live thing, man. It's, ain't nothing like it. It's, 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 it's Yes, sir. The pre-recorded, yeah, it was cool, but yeah, I like this here. Get people, other people, chances to so call in, everybody, and then catch us live and you know, get in on the conversation. You know, like you listen to the archives, yeah. like, damn, I wish I was there. I wish I want, I, I want to put some input in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so why I had to call in. Like, yeah, I don't have something to say. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, I, yeah. if it's good with um, yeah. I don't know, the brothers, we'll we'll try to we'll make a schedule. So we can have a schedule night. I don't know. Uh, Alpha male, um, mm-hmm. Friday night like this good with you? Yeah, I don't see a problem with it. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. We, well, we can make we can make that the regular schedule, you know, live. I might do something during the day. I mean, one day during the week or something, but we'll make sure we do the live, okay. you know. Uh, like what Alpha said, said, it's cool with him. I know day he'll be good. So we're going to start making it uh, the time we got. Make that be our set schedule so people know when we're coming on then. Yeah. Yeah, Friday's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. It's definitely All right. last. 
man, yes, sir, I, man. I, I ain't. Uh, well, you see, I'm 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 an, uh, an amateur astronomer, and that requires uh, no talking at all. So it feels good to get on here and actually <laughs> use my voice. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> You, uh, I, I, can't, I can't ask you, uh, have you seen something out there flying around this guy and they might come knock on your door? Or you, we can't talk about that on the air yet. <laughs> no, I ain't seen nothing yeah. that would qualify as spooky lately. Just to you. Yeah. I tell you what, though, them damn satellites are getting on my nerves. Cause every, every 30 second frame, you got a satellite streak in your pictures. Oh yeah, damn! You, damn, damn. Well, you got some. You got the real deal. You seeing the satellite and everything. Yeah. So you got yeah. yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I got a couple small ones. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of investing in one of those one day. Yeah. Well, if you do, yeah. I mean, holler at me first because I can help you avoid some of the pitfalls. So. Okay, that's good to know. I know they're tracking on them. On the good ones. Say again. I said I know they tax on the good ones, so you don't want to waste my money. So yeah, I get that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you you got to know what it is you want to do with it, and uh, you know we'll take it from there. Okay. Most definitely. Yeah, I mean I had old cheap ones, but I couldn't even see the damn moon. I couldn't see. I see nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I just threw it in the garbage. I, but actually, I ain't gonna lie. I got it from work in the garbage. I said, "Hell, I see why they threw it away." It had all the parts to it, but I'm like, "Shit, I see why they threw it away." And I couldn't see nothing out that damn thing. So you could have seen more out of a paper towel roll. Man, yeah. And you know, in the day, you know, you trying, you're not supposed to look at the sun. I couldn't even see the sun out the damn thing. You know, they, you know, it didn't work. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of disappointed you tried, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tried at the moon. I'm like, well, damn, let me see. I see the thing. Maybe it's something I ain't doing. I, I, I got curious. I said, man, let me try to see. I see the sun in the damn thing. That didn't work. So, yeah, it went straight in the garbage. <laughs> damn. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, glad you could, I'm glad it didn't work. That eye still be in trouble. Yes, sir. <laughs> he lying. I'm already blind as hell anyway. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's been a ball, brother. I, I'm going to try to hope that I get this. I don't know what it is. But I was breaking up. I had these thing clippers I was going to play, but but somehow my mic was breaking up. You know what I'm out of? Alpha me and Nick, I'm going to try my, uh, uh, try to do a show on my iMac. I got to do that one, man. I got to do that iMac. Oh, iMac. You, keep playing, you, you keep playing around. I tell you that Mac is the joint, man, I'm telling you. Yeah, that's what I got me a Mac. Mac. Always, yeah, that's good. Oh, you got a Mac, too? Yeah, I had Mac for many years. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I just never, got on it. I never in 20-plus years had to restart a Mac because something wasn't right. I never man. had a program... I never had a program not function. Matter of fact, you you better off never turning a Mac off. Yeah, you leave it on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, that's what I be doing. I be turning. I'm so used to turning my stuff off. I always turn it off when I get finished. And I know uh-huh. Eric used to say that. He's like, man, I don't never turn my shit off. He's, like, I just put it to sleep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can uh, you know turn the watch. 
turn the Wi-Fi off, but no, I don't. Because uh, the batteries, uh, the, the high-output batteries, like, it, it degrades every time you shut it down. Oh, so, damn. Yeah, over time. It, so right now you run it at 100% or whatever. And then over maybe two years of shutting it up and down, up and down, you might be only at 97. So it will degrade over time, especially on a laptop. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. I got that. Uh, you know, I bought that iMac 24. I bought that one. Yeah. Nah, because it's, it's got a, mem- a memory, a backup memory battery in there, too. Oh, damn. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. Just, I'll leave it alone. Once, once you actually have... start using it, you ain't going to want to turn it off anyway. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I, next year I'm, I'm, I'm gonna probably put it on this main desk and do the do the blog talk with it and see how I do. Cause this mic was man, it was chopping up, so I turned it off and just jumped on this Bluetooth. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna run that mat. Yeah. Well, if uh, if you get time, uh, send send me a text and we'll do a test run. After you think you got it set up, we'll do a, a little test test run show before Friday. We don't wanna. Running the problems Friday. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. That's right. All right, I'll most definitely do that, brother. Yeah, if I'm going to be doing that tomorrow, I'll, I'll jump with it on there tomorrow. Try it out. All right, most definitely, brother. Yep, because it's going to be cloudy all week, so I, I ain't got nothing else to do. No, oh, man, <laughs> yes, sir. Man, oh, I'm gonna tell you only one little experience I had the other day. You know, I told you I'd be on it. I've been on a VR headset and stuff, right? Man, I went. I, yeah. I went to a Morris Morris Science uh, 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 Temple uh, on that bad boy. There's a brother on that be having class on there. It was it was it was a good experience. We were going in over the uh, uh, Morris questionnaires and all this stuff. It was like, damn, I always wanted you know just you know. I, Went through Islam and all that, experienced a lot of different. So I said, okay, I always wanted to know where to go to a Moorish temple. And, hey, it was nice. It was nice in the VR. There's a lot of people in there? Uh, well, he just getting it. He only, well, he'll have it selected. Um, this is a selected few people because, like I said, like oh. he was doing. Because in the VR, you know, anybody can come in there. And so when you were having the classes, he didn't want, like, children coming in there and disturbing the classes. So he'll, like, have a selected people like he might invite me and probably somebody else and another people then we can invite who we might trust to come in there you know somebody sensible but he'll have it like That's have cool. it like private private classes yeah so can't okay. but Brim, you go well on a headset it's just like it almost like you going in there inside of a temple or whatever else for 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 real it's nice man yep and you got to set up just like that for real no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. So I had my experience. So he had classes on there on Wednesdays. So I just started peeping in on there, coming in with him. It was, you know, he did experience. It was cool, chopping it up. We are uh, one thing we were talking, getting in, talking about, and I'll tell you this part, and we were talking about symbolism and how important. Maybe we can get into that one another day on some uh, on the show side, talking about some stuff like that. Uh, symbolism and how important uh, symbolism is. And so we'll get we started getting into some stuff like that on here too, man. With some real start spending knowledge all of it. it ain't always gotta be social issues, but I put some real knowledge out here. 
All right, sounds good. Yes, sir. All right, brothers, I appreciate like I, said, I appreciate y'all, brothers, man, and enjoy the conversation. Y'all, brother, have a good night and be safe out there. Alpha Mel, uh, tell you why she might have let you buy that AI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she probably tell me I got to get another one because. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, I, I sure like them bad boys, yes sir, man. <laughs> Yes, sir. All right, my brother. All right, I appreciate y'all, bro. All right, Pete. We'll All right, next brother, Pete. All right, later. All right, all right, right take Pete. it easy. All right, so long, all right, Pete. All right, so long, so long. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.